Hello and welcome or welcome back to the Baked Bookworm Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor, and this is the podcast where we talk about books on a higher level. I am so excited for today's episode. I love Wednesdays because I get to record these podcasts for you guys, and it makes me so happy whenever I see people that are listening and commenting on my TikToks, and it just makes me so happy. So thank you if you are listening. I say that every week, but I am so grateful if you are, and every listen helps me reach my goal. Um, Right now, my goal is 50 listeners, and I'm at 40 right now, and I just need 10 more. So if you are listening and you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends and family, and I would be so grateful. Today, I am smoking on some cheetah piss, which is a cross of lemonade, gelato, and London pound cake. It's an amazing strain, makes me feel uplifted and giggly, and it's high in karyophyllene. So I am a big fan of cheetah piss, even though the name is a little off-putting. So today, I wanted to do a little book haul We are going to talk about my current reads, and I also want to do a couple of recommendations in the rec room, (laughs) and I also want to talk about the endocannabinoid system. So we've got a little packed episode today, so let's go ahead and get into it, talking about first my current reads. So um, I'm still working on Jane Eyre. I know I said in the last episode that Jane Eyre is boring me a little bit, Um, so I have put it on my blacklist of when I'm reading. It's at the very last, you know, of my list of what I want to pick up, so I do read a couple books at a time, and Jane Eyre is definitely falling to the back burner. Um, I'm still going to finish it. I know it's going to end up being a really good book and I know that I'll enjoy it. Um, but right now it's so boring and I just don't want to pick it up that often. Um, so I am trying to work my way through that, um, while I'm at work, uh, because it gives me something to do. I am also working on The Road by Cormac McCarthy and I am really enjoying this book. It has a unique style in that there is no dialogue in quotations. Um, they just He just writes everything as like, the man said, and the boy said this. Um, so that is a little different. Um, I'm not used to that kind of writing style, and I'm not used to not seeing quotations in books and things. Um, but it is a really good book so far, and I picked this one up because of two reasons. First, I follow um, William Dozier on TikTok. If you don't follow him, he has amazing book recommendations, and I trust his opinion. And he said that Cormac McCarthy is a great writer and a good place to start um, to get to know his writing style is The Road because it only has a couple of characters and it's easy to follow along. So I picked up that book because of his recommendation, and then also, um, I have been into The Last of Us on HBO Max. If you haven't watched The Last of Us, it is such a good post-apocalyptic show, and I'm loving it. And so right now, I'm in a huge mood to read apocalyptic fiction. If you don't know me, um, one of my favorite books of all time is The Stand by Stephen King. It's my favorite King novel. Um, that I've read so far. 
out of the novels that I've read of his, and I just love post-apocalyptic fiction. So, if you have any good post-apocalyptic fiction recommendations for me that I have not read, I would love to hear them. So please reach out to me on Instagram or TikTok at the Baked Bookworm, and please give me some recommendations because I love apocalypse um, fiction, and it just brings me a lot of joy to read, and it gives me like just it keeps me on the edge of my seat i can't even describe my love for this kind of book but i am enjoying the road and it's pretty good so far we're following a man and his son who are currently walking on this long road to get to the south is what he keeps telling his son and his son is probably it doesn't say but i would guess he's around five or six um, because he is quite young and he does ask a lot of interesting questions that you would think were a childlike question so i don't think he's very old um and they're just walking and they're just trying to get to the south is what he keeps saying and um I'm really enjoying it so far. They've only encountered like a couple of groups of people, but they are really good at hiding, so they're not really affected, um, and they haven't gotten caught by any of the other groups of people. Um, so I'm excited to see where this book ends up going. And like I said, please recommend me any post-apocalyptic fiction novels that you've enjoyed, um, because I'd love to hear from you. And then I am also working on another book called The Tattooist of Auschwitz, or Auschwitz, and I actually uh, mentioned this book in my last episode when I talked about some books that my grandmother gave me to read, and this is one of the ones that I said I was most excited to read because it's a little love story about the tattooer um, in Auschwitz, the um, man that was forced to tattoo fellow Jews, and then he falls in love with a female named Gita and it's all about their journey trying to survive and get out of the concentration camp so I'm really really enjoying this one as well it's a fast-paced read so I'll probably finish this in the next couple of days and then next week I'll have a review for you so those are my current reads I am enjoying everything but Jane Eyre. Like I said, I'm a little bored right now, but I'm still going to work my way through it. I'm still going to accomplish it because I know that I'll end up loving it. Now I want to do a little book haul. So I got two books and um, I'm excited to share them with you. So the first one is actually a classic and it's another Steinbeck novel and it's The Grapes of Wrath. Now I cannot believe I have not read The Grapes of Wrath yet. But I'm excited too because, like I said, Steinbeck is becoming one of my favorite authors. And I think that East of Eden has replaced Rebecca on my top number one book of all time so far. Um, that is still subject to change because I still have a lot of reading to do in my lifetime. But as of right now, I am 25 years old and my favorite book of all time is East of Eden by John Steinbeck. And that is a big thing for me to say because it's so hard for me to choose a favorite book and Rebecca has been my favorite book since high school but I have changed my mind and Steinbeck is better and I want to read Grapes of Wrath because I know that that is considered his masterpiece um, so I know I'm going to enjoy this book uh, so this book um, I actually don't know what it's about so I'm going to look at the back real quick for you guys 
Um, it's the story of an Oklahoma farm family, the Jodes, who are driven off their homestead and forced to travel west to the promised land of California. Their trials and their repeated collisions against the hard realities of this new America, Steinbeck creates a drama that is intensely human, yet majestic in its scale and moral vision. Tragic, but ultimately stirring in its insistence on human dignity. Okay, so it's kind of like a migration story. So I'm actually really interested in reading this now because it kind of reminds me of 1883, um, which is one of the Yellowstone spinoff shows. If you haven't watched Yellowstone, oh my god, where are you um, hiding? Um, you must be under a rock because Yellowstone is one of the best shows on right now. And 1883 is a spin-off show about the Duttons in the 1800s, of course, 1883, and they are traveling to get to a homestead. So I think this will be a lot like that, and I'm very um, interested in reading this, so I might pick this up pretty soon, but I have a couple other books to finish, of course. And then I also picked up this book that I just was... Um, interested in the cover and I picked it up and it sounded good and this is The Idiot by Elif Bachman. I hope I'm saying that right and this is a Pulitzer Prize finalist so it didn't win yet but it was a finalist and um, this is about the year 1995 and these Turkish immigrants daughter Selin arrives at Harvard for her freshman year and she befriends a Serbian classmate Svetlana and they begin corresponding with Ivan, an older mathematics student, um, through email. So I think it's going to be a little love story, um, and I'm excited to read this. And GQ called it the funniest book I've read this year. Um, so I'm super interested in this, and I think it's going to be really good. Anything that's almost won a Pulitzer for me is usually good, so I'm excited to read this. And plus, I remember when uh not email was new but i remember when we didn't have cell phones so this is cool i'm excited to read this as well i can you tell i say excited a lot i'm really sorry about that i am trying to work on not saying excited so much next um let's go into the rec room uh eventually i'd like to have a little jingle i can play uh, for the rec room, but for now, we're going into the rec room, and I'm going to recommend a couple books for you guys. I haven't done this in a couple of episodes, so I'm excited to give you some books that I've already read and enjoyed, and I think you would read and enjoy as well. So, the first recommendation is, if you were a fan of Lolita, I would highly recommend My Dark Vanessa. And I forget who it's by, but it's called My Dark Vanessa. And it is an amazing story about this woman who was dating her teacher. I believe it was high school. I can't remember exactly. Um, and she thought that they were in love. But as she gets older, she comes to terms with the fact that she was used and abused um, at a young age. And it wasn't actually love. And he was just a predator. Um, so it's her coming to terms with just a change in her reality because she believed that she was in love with this man for so long and it's just heartbreaking but so good and I highly recommend it and I have not read Lolita but I think I would enjoy it. 
I think I would be quite disturbed, but I still think it's an important thing to read because it is a classic and I love classics. So if you have read Lolita and you enjoyed it, try My Dark Vanessa because it is heartbreaking and amazing and all of the good things. Um, so yes, highly recommend that book. My next recommendation is for anyone who loves time travel. Now, I am interested in time travel. I think it's an interesting concept for people to write about and I'm really intrigued by it. Now, this book recommendation is quite new, um, so it is probably still in hardback only, and it's probably not in paperback yet, um, but I did enjoy this one, and this is The Paradox Hotel by Rob Hart, and this is about a hotel where people can come and stay, and each room is a different period of time. And so when you go into these different rooms, you're essentially jumping into a different time period. And so we're following the main character, January Cole, and her job is to run the hotel. So she is always there. And so she starts becoming sick from the constant time loops in the hotel. And it's just about her story. And it's kind of funny at times and interesting at times and there's a bit of a love story in it so I highly recommend this one if you are interested in speculative time travel fiction because it was a good read and it's pretty fast-paced so I recommend that and my last recommendation here in the rec room is for anyone who's following the Epstein Island conspiracies okay stay with me I am so intrigued with seeing which celebrities were going to Epstein's Island because as we all know, it was, you know, not a great place and probably not a good place for celebrities to be going and definitely they probably don't want to get caught on this list. Um, but if you are intrigued by the conspiracy surrounding Epstein and anything like that, I would recommend to you Pretty Girls by Karen Slaughter. And this is about a woman who finds out that her husband, um, who ends up, uh, I think he fakes his death or something. Yeah, her husband um, ends up being a predator and ends up having all these horrible smut films in his um repertoire and so the wife finds out about it and it's just about their story and it's super interesting and I think you would enjoy it if you were intrigued by Epstein and the whole story surrounding him uh, because I thoroughly enjoyed this book and it was a bit disturbing at times so yeah I think you would like it if you like disturbing books and you like disturbing topics all right so that is all i have to talk about right now for the book portion of the episode so now let's get into the endocannabinoid system i did a little research for you guys so i could share some information about the endocannabinoid system in layman's terms so that we can all understand it better so the endocannabinoid system is a system in our biology that was first discovered in the 80s and it helps regulate so many things like our sleep, our mood, our memory, our appetite, reproduction, and our pain management. 
Now to really understand the endocannabinoid system and what it does, you need to understand a concept of biology called homeostasis, which is the biological systems are actively regulated to maintain conditions within a narrow range. So the conditions need to be just right for our cells to maintain optimum performance. So think of it as like Goldilocks and the three bears, like your homeostasis is trying to balance out and find the spot that's just right for these different systems in our body. So the endocannabinoid system helps maintain our homeostasis. So it's super important and we all have it. Now there are three components to the endocannabinoid system and that is the endo or the cannabinoid receptors which are on the surface of our cells and they listen to the conditions on the outside of the cell. Then we have the endocannabinoids which are small molecules that activate the cannabinoid receptors. And then we also have the metabolic enzymes, which break down cannabinoids after they've been used. Now, there are two major cannabinoid receptors, CB1 and CB2. CB1 is the most abundant receptor type in the brain, and this is what reacts with THC to get you high. And then CB2 is just a more abundant outside of the nervous system, um, like in the immune system. So, the endocannabinoid system, we don't know much about it yet. Scientists are still trying to figure it out. Um, but what we do know is that it is important and cannabis would not probably affect us in the way it does if we did not have an endocannabinoid system. So I think it's super interesting to learn about and I will leave an article link below so that you can read more about the endocannabinoid system. Um, because I really enjoyed learning about that and I just wanted to share a few facts that I learned with you guys um, of course um, I will leave the article so that you can do further research because it is quite dense and there is a lot of um, material that is very scientific and it can be hard to understand all of these brain mechanisms and things um, but yes I think that cannabis is so powerful and I think that we can really use it to our benefit and we're learning that more and more and I think that there will be more research coming out about the endocannabinoid system and how it affects us and I'm just intrigued to keep learning about cannabis and keep learning about the thing that I'm passionate about because it just brings me so much joy to talk about it um, so I'm really thankful for this platform and for the ability to talk about two of my favorite things, books and cannabis with you guys. And thank you so much for listening. Like I say, every episode, it brings me so much joy to see each time I get a listen on an episode. I can't thank you enough for being here. Like I said, please rate the show and leave a rating and review for me. It would help the show so much for getting recognized on charts and things. And... It just would mean so much to me if you could share this episode or other episodes with your friends and family. I hope you find some recommendations from the books that I recommended and find something that you're interested in picking up. Um, so thank you again. Thank you so much for being here. I have high hopes for this podcast and I'm going to keep putting out episodes every Wednesday. Um, so thank you and have a great day. Stay high. Bye.